Welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast with your host, Meredith Franklin. Join me every week as I interview different women who share their stories of success through failure. We will be giving valuable tips on relationships, business, health, mindset, and more to help you lead the life you deserve. I'm so excited you're here. Let's jump in. Have you ever wanted to peek behind the curtain of a successful blogger and see how they really do it all with raising babies, being a wife, building a business? What does it really take? And is it all as glamorous as it seems to be on social media? In this podcast episode, I interview my beautiful friend and founder of Taste Lovely Blog, Natalie Grundle. Join us as she shares all her insider secrets and success tips and how she left the business world and became a super successful blogger. You guys are in for a major treat. I'm so excited for you to hear this interview with my one of my best friends in the world, Natalie Grundle, formerly Natalie Parks to me. So you guys, we go way back. Yes, she's like super famous in the Instagram world and the blogging world to everyone else. But to me, she's just a girlfriend, but she's like my best friend too, because she really makes it feel that way. And we're going to get into all of that and how she does all that. But you guys, she is wife to Sean. We went to high school together. She was in my wedding. We went to beauty school together. She was a major part of my high school. Like I lived at her house. I love her mom and her sister to death. And I so wish that I was just adopted by them. But in our high school, we had junior prom. She can kind of go into that, but she needed a date. Well, no, first it was uh, Sadie Hawkins. She needed a Sadie Hawkins date. And so I showed her, we introduced Sean, her husband, who's, and they went on their first date to Sadie Hawkins dance. So it kind of goes way back, but I'm excited for you guys to learn more about her and just fun things that you may not know about this famous Instagrammer blogger. She's a mother of two of the cutest boys, Joshy and Ryan, and she's a photographer, a videographer. Sean was like doing videography in my backyard when we were in high school doing like war videos. You guys are so funny. She's a successful blogger for whole 30 paleo keto if you go and google any whole 30 recipes hers is going to be the first one to pop up you got to try the meatballs they're so good and she just does so much more she's got chickens and a garden and renovates her house but she's just amazing so i'm so excited natalie that you are here and i'm going to ask you some fun 60 second questions i love it. i need you to do this every morning to get me like pumped for the day <laughs> it's like the best I talk ever. <laughs> yes, you know, like I just talk everybody up and it's like so much. So what's the most recent documentary that you've seen? Oh, it's always food. Like Netflix, any food show. The last one that I super loved was Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat Ooh. with, oh, I, just, I don't know if I remember her name. I want to say it's Samin. Did it? But it's on Netflix. You said. And you said you wanted I to be your friend. Her. Yeah, and she lives in Berkeley. And I was like, I'm going to go in Berkeley and like hang out with her and be your best friend. But I'm always watching like food documentaries or I also love like outer space documentaries. Those are fun. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. What's something your viewers don't know about you? Okay. Here's one that I've been meaning to share. Sean and I live in the smallest house. It's insane. It's not like a tiny house like you see on the shows, but I bet our house is like 700 square feet. It might be smaller. Yes. You're small, but I love it. 
I can like vacuum my whole house from one outlet. We just live like way below our means and are saving up our money. And I always know where my kids are. I can like whisper in the front room and Sean can hear me in the bedroom and I love it. <laughs> we'll have a bigger house someday, but we live in a very small house. I love it. And your boys hopefully will sleep through this interview. <laughs> yeah. They're napping right now in their tiny room that can fit exactly two cribs and one dresser. Oh my God. <laughs> I have to do a tour of it someday. It's interesting how small our house is. <laughs> I love it. Minimalism. And you Fair. show, you do show when you guys follow her, you see like how she does her kitchen because it is smaller. So I love that. Yes. Um, what's one thing that you're being challenged by right now? It can be business, it can be life. What is your biggest challenge right now? My big, I would say taking time for myself to do nothing. I like feel from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, I'm trying to pack in as much as I can and I'm getting a tiny bit burnt out <laughs> by the end of the day, which is usually Sean and me time when the kids go to bed. I'm a zombie wife. So I'll be like, do you want to just sit next to each other and like watch the office and like not talk, but like hold hands. <laughs> yeah. So I need to get better about dialing back a little bit or maybe hiring on someone to help out. Yeah. I can't do it all. I'm trying to. Yes, I love that. That's so important. And I have something to say about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, okay, what is your favorite Instagram account to follow right now and why? The first thing that came to mind is my friend Terry from No Crumbs Left. She's really big in the Whole30 world. She came out with a cookbook in, I think, January that was Whole30 endorsed. Me and my sister went to see her on her book tour. But she's just so nice and positive and joyful. And right now she just hit like 300K and followers on Instagram. And part of it is she's doing, people are sending in impressions of her because she has a very distinct like personality. And she just takes the joke so well. And she's like, yeah, you guys keep sending them in. Like, I'd want to make fun of me too. But it's not like a mean make fun of, but she just embraces people. And she just always makes me smile. She's good recipes too. Oh my gosh, I love that. So say yeah. her again. So it's Terry and her account is No Crumbs Left. Okay, that's awesome. I'm going to follow her. I know that you love The Real Housewives. I so do. who's your favorite housewife? Oh my gosh, how do I pick? Well, I would have the most fun watching Vicky from OC in person. Okay. It's always OC, I think. I guess because I'm a California girl. I see those kind of girls all the time. <laughs> So I would have so much fun just watching Vicky, Tamara, and Shannon be together. But who would I actually be friends with? I don't know who I could actually be friends with. Who? Long term. Like? Who do I not like? I feel like that one's I don't know if I could be really good friends with Heather Dubrow. I think that she's like much too fancy. She yeah. would be like, uh, you haven't washed your week in a hair. That's disgusting. And I'd be like, no, it's not. It's totally fine. She'll tell you why, okay? Because yeah. that's Jasmine on Instagram. She'll tell you yes. why. I think I'd be friends with Lydia from the OC. Oh yeah, you would totally be friends with Lydia. She's so sweet. I've actually met her in person. Oh, those are like little shimmy. And her mom with the glitter. You've yeah. met her? You did meet her. You told me that. Yeah, and I would travel with her because I just would watch Yeah. Her. She's fun. And she has all boys too. Yeah. Oh, that's so we would totally be friends with that. Yeah. Um, okay. I saw you post it today, so I know your answer, but what could you eat all day, every day? <laughs> okay. The real answer, and I don't do it, is cereal. Oh my gosh. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. You, when we were in high school, you guys, she would yes. make the biggest bowl of cereal and it was the grossest yeah. grape nuts. Grape nuts with whole milk. <gasps> And you soak it and you have to pour it and you have to let it sit for like four minutes. And it's the longest four minutes because yes. you can't wait to eat it. Yep. No, I miss, I like, don't drink milk anymore. I don't eat cereal. But when I'm pregnant, <laughs> I'll like text my friend. I'll go to the store at like 9 p.m. And I'll be like, I'm getting grape nuts. I'm getting pops. 
I love cereal. I can eat all day, but I don't. <laughs> You're so, like, that's what I remember you in high school and watching yeah. Ocean's 10 or Ocean's 11. Yes. Which one? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yeah. Every single morning with your grape nuts. So funny. Oh, um, morning or night. But if I was stuck on an island, it was all cereal. I'd be like, no problem. This is great. But real life, it would just be like, barbecue grilled chicken, like skin on chicken that gets really crispy and then just roasted vegetables and some kind of yummy sauce like chimichurri or pesto or pesto. orange parsley sauce or lemon, garlic aioli. Yeah. All the good sauce. Pesto all day. I just ate pesto yeah. and the veggies a second ago. The veggies that you cooked. You yes, need to go look at her fajitas. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Those are good. The sheep pan fajitas. Oh, easy. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so thank you. Those were awesome. I love hearing all about it because that's like what we do anyways daily. So you guys got like a little peek of how we chat and how we <laughs> go back and forth. And yeah. Okay, so I want to know, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but how did this all start? You have a very successful blog. You're a very successful videographer and photographer for weddings and babies and things like that. But how did your blog start? What year was it? Did you have kids? Were you married? Yes, I love that. So Sean and I got married in 2012, and we both had jobs that we didn't love. I was working like for an office doing customer service stuff. Sean was working for Salesforce, which sounds fancy, but it's a lot of like cold calling and sales, and he didn't like it, and he had to go in the city. So I remember we were at dinner on a date, like no kids yet, and I was like, what? What would make us so happy for work all the time? And mine was a food blog, because I love cooking, and his was like just doing something creative. So like I still have, it, we had like the paper menu and I'm like, I'm going to start a food blog and you and I are going to start a wedding videography business. And it was at one date and we were like brainstorming name ideas for like a, our videography business is Acorn Films. And we like sketched out the logo. So we just did it and all of it cost us. <laughs> we did not make any money for a long time, especially, I remember we were filming weddings for like no money at all. And it started off where a lot of our friends were getting married at that time. And so it was a great way, because it's hard, you're not gonna book someone who's never filmed anything. So I remember like we did two weddings for free for friends, just to try it out. And we had to buy these cameras, which were thousands of dollars and it felt insane. I'm like, is this even gonna work out? What's our style? And then we started off and they were really good. And off those two weddings, the next year, I think we booked, I wanna say like 15, let's say. And I was only charging like, not like maybe a thousand dollars. And one of my friends was getting married in Tahoe. And I was like, yeah, we'll drive four hours round trip. We'll pay for our own hotel. We'll pay like the whole, it was a whole weekend away. But then it just, you just get a little bit better every day. And so now I'm able to stay home full time and do my blog. I love it so much. Sean now works for our school district, but he gets to do stuff with his hands. He's like a maintenance and safety guy. He like makes sure like all the fire extinguishers are safe and super fun technical stuff like that. And we still have the wedding videography business, but I think this is going to be our last year of the, we're kind of scaling back where we did a whole bunch of stuff. And so now instead we're transitioning into filming recipe videos. So we're taking all of our videography experience into making really good recipe videos that are more helpful for people. I love it. And I really don't know why I didn't have you guys do my wedding. You're a bridesmaid in my wedding, but I don't think that was 2000. <laughs> Seven. You guys weren't. Yeah, it was way. Yeah. No, we were just babies. Yeah, but he still we had that. talent from his like you know videoing in my backyard. Yeah. I know he used to make like fun videos with his friends, and now he's turned it into you know a real job. 
Which is the best, honestly. So you had the love of cooking and he had the love of creativity and being able to marry that together and make money and be successful doing what you love every day. It doesn't feel like work. So I just love that. And so that's where it started for you. And I love that it just says like on a menu and just so, so perfect. You guys need to frame that. I know I have it somewhere and it was perfect because when we filmed those first weddings, it took Sean hours to edit them because we didn't have like our flow yet and we didn't have kids. I was like, what am I going to do with my time? So that's when I started taking pictures of my recipes that I was cooking and writing them down. You know, when you're first married and you're actually making your own dinners and stuff, it's really fun. And I love it so much. So I really started it just for me to keep track of all the recipes that I was making. And then it just all took off after not all of a sudden it was like years. (laughs) Well, that started it. That was like 2000 what? 13. So it's been like six years now. Yeah. We'll get to this. Like your Instagram following quadrupled like overnight. Well, it it was overnight, but truly it's been building. Um, Yes. And then. Yeah. Years of you building relationship and stuff. We will get into that. But, you know, I just wanted to ask, you did show on your Instagram, you guys, she showed photos in the very beginning. And so what I want you guys to hear from all of this that we're getting into is like where she started, but she just started it with what she knew. Cause you went, like, didn't you get a degree in like trigonometry? Yeah. To be a math teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. No, I love math. <laughs> I know. I remember you doing that. And being like, what is she doing? And then yeah. we went to high school. <laughs> I know. My whole goal was to be, like, have a job that would make it easy to be home with my kids. I was like, oh, we'd have the same schedule. Be home, like, on summers and get off at the same time. So I was like, oh, I'll just be a math teacher, I guess. And then I graduated in 08 when they were, like, firing current teachers. Like, it was the huge, like, California education budget shortage. Yeah. So then I just pivoted into a different job and then just started the blog on the side and it worked out better than I could have hoped. Yeah. And I think that's really cool because you're like, okay, this is going to be like, you know, you invested. Here's the thing too. I know that you, cause I, we had a phone call way back. I think I was like working on my Etsy business yeah. and you were telling me things that you'd seen. I don't know if it was YouTube yet. You might've Googled or looked at other blogs on how they were bringing and making their blogs. So yeah. you educated, you use that time freedom of you learning how to do all that. Yeah, luckily people are really, you can learn pretty much anything online. People are nice and they share their steps. I'm actually in a, um, it's like a, oh, what would you call it? It's like a tutorial website. So it's called like Food Blogger Pro is a great one where it's these really big food bloggers. They have the blog Pinch of Yum. And the husband on the side does this tutorial, like kind of like a master class where he has videos that teach you everything, like how to get your host, how to set up your domain, how to upload pictures, even as advanced to like how to set up your ads, how to reach out and do sponsored work, everything. So luckily there's a lot of resources online that you can learn and teach yourself and pick it up. Yeah. And I love that. That's all. I mean, that you probably invested in, but a lot of stuff is free now on YouTube. So just watch it, Google it. You can find it. Um, for you though, in the beginning, so in the beginning, how much did you invest in your website that you had made? Cause I know you even connected me with that lady. So how much did you pay to get this website made? Yes. I want to say it was like less than 500, maybe even less than that, but she was so affordable and she did like my logo and my whole website and everything. You know what? It might've even been like 200 bucks. It I wasn't a lot. Yeah. It was like three. Yeah. 
it was, a, I always just kept adding stuff and I was like, if you can do this, I'll pay you. And she's like, sure. So those little like changes added up, but you know, not that much. There's even free ones that you can do, but I'm really big on how things look. Cause I think when you click on something, you judge within one second of how it looks. So I wanted a really clean magazine style site. I didn't like everything's white. All you notice is the food and I want it to be easy to navigate. So it was worth it to invest that for me. And then we already, it was nice because the so I can use the same camera that we had for our wedding videography business. So it was kind of like a double when we bought that camera. <laughs> so I was like, we'll go on this gamble and it'll help both of our dreams. Yeah. And then there's like small startup costs. Like you have to pay to like buy your domain, but that's like 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. And then you have to pay for your host, which is what keeps your site running. So it's kind of like buying your domain is like buying your cell phone. And then your host is your cell phone plan who keeps it going. So there's a couple little costs and then groceries, but it's nice because all my groceries are a write-off. So I save all my receipts for groceries and have to separate out what's for the blind. <laughs> but not too much yeah. considering how well it went. And that's something that you guys really, really need to look into is finding something where you can write off a ton of things because yeah. that's critical. I mean, in the hairstyling world, there's things you can write off, but if you can write off your food, I mean, let's get me started, right? So that's genius. And so when did Sean kind of step in? Because at this dinner, at this date that you went on, like he was, I feel like he's a dreamer too, but was he like yes. all in? Absolutely. 100% so all in. He, I didn't know how to use a camera. And he did. So he's the one who, in the beginning, I couldn't even take pictures because I didn't know. It's not like your cell phone where you just press a button. It's like you have to dial in every setting and it's really overwhelming. Like it felt like I had to learn to play a piano from scratch, but he knew how to do it. So I would like style the food and then he would take the picture and show it to me. I'm like, no, I want it more like angled. And then over time he taught me how to use the camera. So then I was able to take over all the pictures and all the back end stuff. And then I just brought him in this year. We started like I think in January of doing the recipe video. So he's back in, he does all the filming. Like he sets everything up, which is so nice because it's a lot of techie stuff. And then he does all the editing, which he has such a good eye for it. I yeah, love it. And that is such a gift because that is expensive. Yes. Oh that hiring out for the editing, that can get really expensive. So you have him built in already. Yes. I mean, that's a dream. And it's so yes. funny to watch you guys. I love that you, you really show it all, especially this past weekend, you showed it all. But <laughs> you made, what did you make? Like 10 recipes? We did 10 in a day. Cause yeah. my mom watches the boys once a week for me, usually Monday, she'll watch them for eight hours. And that's when I try to cram in as much as I can. So it worked out perfect. This Monday was labor day. So Sean had the day off and he's so nice. So we spent the entire day shooting recipe videos and he like loved, we made it really fun. We we're like playing music and like in the beginning we have like all this energy and we're like, yeah, let's do this. And by the end, I'm like, just tell me what to do. Where should my hands go? And we get really grumpy and snappy at each other. But at the end, we'll watch back the footage and laugh so hard at how like we just start getting like, no, don't do like that. And you just, you know how it is with your husband. That's oh. the thing that's nice about having him edit is I can... I don't have to worry too much about his feelings. I can be like, no, change that and do that. And I can talk to him like, not bossy, but I don't have to sugarcoat it where I'd be like, oh, that's good, but can you also do this? And he knows exactly what I like to see and it's perfect. Yes. Oh, I love it. Like that makes me so happy. And I, it's funny because I know you previously, so I just know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Because you do let us into that window of the humor. You guys typically, you laugh things off. Like it could be tense in the moment, but then you'll laugh it off. And yeah. I think that's what like bonds you closer together. And you putting that muffin in your, like, 
three or four takes, or it was like the meatball that fell off the fork. You remember? <laughs> the hardest part, you think it would be easy just to use a fork. The most important shot of a recipe video is like that bite or that reveal part. And you're like, oh, duh, I'll just like poke this with a fork and pick it up. But it's so hard, like you'll drop it or you won't stab the right way and you have to really think it through. And Sean will be watching me do it because he's filming and I'm doing it. And he'll be like, no, just do this. Hold it this way, turn the fork. And I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> you're like, you do it. <laughs> yeah, it's something where you're like, and then he'll step in and do it and he does it way worse. He's like, oh yeah, that is hard. <laughs> like, I know. I'll just do it a hundred times and one of them will be good. I love it. It's so fun. But I love that you let us into that window. And I can't even believe 10 recipes. I have two ovens in my house. And <laughs> I can't imagine. Do you have two ovens? I have one. Oh, and you have, like, it's just the space and the mess. My kitchen. <laughs> so it's tiny. So small. And I, so kudos to you, you guys. And I hope that from hearing this, you're hearing, wow, like, if she can do it, I can do it too. Whatever that may be with a small yeah you don't need a big fancy kitchen you don't need it's super basic and all the recipes i'm hoping are really approachable and well that's the do. reason why i love your blog is because it's so yeah. easy and i do not like complicated things <laughs> yeah no me either especially when you have kids and you know how it is at dinner time with little kids where it's like okay i gotta get this cooked i gotta get these boys fed they're like tired they're ready for bed and it's yep. towards the end of the day so all my dinner recipes i are usually like let's go let's yep. get this done <laughs> Let's so, make this easy. Let's not have this fussy. Seriously. And so with, with your Instagram, because Instagram came out after your blog. So when did you start did. that? I know. I wonder when I did start that. I started off really small. I remember I would only, well, first it was, oh, you know what? It did come out before I started the blog because I had a personal Instagram. Yeah. I remember posting like, we're engaged. Yeah. <laughs> remember when Instagram had those weird like filters in the outside frame yes. like, looked like old film. So way back. So for sure, 2012, I had Instagram. So when I started my blog, it was mixed. So it was personal me. And then I would also post a recipe once a week, whenever I did it, it wasn't very focused, which like looking back now, that's confusing. Cause maybe people coming in, they don't want to see that much of my family. They're only here for the recipes, which I get when I go to other people's, I'm here like for what I need from them. So right around 2016, I remember I split it off because that's when we had a baby and you know how babies take over your Instagram. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to split this off. So I made a purse. I kept, I changed my name to taste lovely. And then I made a separate personal account where then I wouldn't feel weird posting a bunch of pictures of Josh, my three-year-old now. And then it was more focused. So my other one was only food and I would only post once a week when I had a new recipe. So it wasn't a ton. It wasn't consistent. And then right after I had going into my maternity leave with Ryan. So a little more than a year ago, I was like, I'm going to actually try on Instagram now. So I could schedule out all my posts. And I do one post a day. And on Sundays, I do two posts. And um, I'm much more active on there. I started doing stories, um, which is where I think really helps because then people kind of get to know you a little bit, but then I could also give them a lot more useful, helpful, hands-on tips. They can see, like I do recipe demos, how I cook stuff. I do a lot of grocery trips, which people love when I show them what I'm getting at the grocery store or good like Whole30 or Keto finds that I'm finding. Just a ton of free content to be really helpful. Yeah, and that's what people want is that, that free value. They don't want to feel like 
you just want to sell them something. I mean, you're never really selling anything. You're just using these yeah. things that you love and sharing. And that's what I yeah. love about stories. And I feel like, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. When the videoing started, the videoing's like really new, right? For recipe videos? For you. Yes. So we only started doing recipe videos. I think we started filming them in January. Yeah. And we just did a couple at first. And that people really love, because I love seeing videos. Mm -hmm. It's fun to see. It's so different seeing a picture versus how quickly and easily you can put it together and also sharing like little tips in the video, like cut it this way or don't salt the zucchini noodles until you're done. Cause it's going to pull out all the water and make you have like soggy, mushy zucchini noodles, little things like that where you can add way more value. Yeah. And then the thing I think that is so different about you is that you build an actual connection with these people. So Ooh. you're very like, real like you talk about your diva cup in a specific highlight you know but it's honest and real and hey i started you know and you can mention this too but she does a lot of non-toxic stuff so she took you on a journey oh, yeah. yes. of non-toxic and then what she's recommending and how much it costs so they're just very yes. like open and real where people people talk to you a lot i want to know give me an average like how many messages a day so many that's the thing that it's like my favorite part is talking to all the people. I mean, I easily get, I would say like two to 500 DMs a day, which is so nice that people like even think to say something nice and like, or they'll be like, oh, this looks great. Or I get a ton of questions. Like people just send me like randomly like, hey, what's your favorite kid's drinking cup or something like that. It's so nice that they trust my opinion and they want to know like for recommendations. And it's so fun. And I wish that I had way more time in the day. I answer every single one. I've never missed a DM and I stay up way too late. <laughs> Getting back well, to that, that to me is what I want to tell you guys. The difference is like, she, she doesn't have these fake bots following her. It's these real people yes. who feel like they have a relationship and that's what you want from the person you're following. You hope you like want to be their friend. Yeah. They respond to you. Like you get all giddy when they respond. So it does feel really good. I can see how overwhelming 200 to 500. That's insanity. So I do want to ask you truly, are you hiring out for apps? I think you hire out for Pinterest. Um, do you hire yes. out for like messages? Like how do you, how do you do it? Especially with little kids. I know. So Pinterest, I do hire out. Pinterest is probably 20% of my traffic, which is a really significant number, but I really don't enjoy being on Pinterest. Uh, so I hire, it's called Simple Pin Media, and I pay them a monthly amount and they do everything. They even, all my new pins that I do, they pin, I gave them a list of my other favorite bloggers, they grab their stuff. So I, that's like cruise control for me. I don't even look. I don't have no, and it's great. And once a month they send me reports like, your numbers have gone up on this. This pin went viral. This one too. People are really commenting on this. So it's a nice way to track and see what's taking off because Pinterest isn't an instant thing. Like Instagram's very instant. Like whatever happens, it's usually going to happen within 24 hours. Where Pinterest, sometimes things will trend that I did two years ago. It'll pop up and come up well. So it's nice having them do that. And I'm like just getting to the point where I might need to start getting help with all the DMs, especially just with basic things like questions like, hey, can you give me a link for your favorite cast iron skillet or something like that, yeah. where that's something that I could have, like Sean's said, he might start helping me do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, like just being like, hey, this one's not personal. This one's yeah. more personal. Yeah, I would yeah. say that's gotta be 
Yes. I, I almost like want to stop messaging. I'm just kidding. I won't stop messaging you. No, never stop. I love, especially when people make my recipe and they tag me in it and then I can see their family eating it. And it's like, everyone is so nice. I want to talk. Everyone is like my best friend. I want to talk to all of them. The thought of me like miss, cause I, so if you have a private account and you tag someone, like let's say someone made my recipe and they have a private account and they tag me in it, I'll never see it. And I really worry that people don't know that. I'll lose sleep. I'll be like, they think I'm ignoring them. They think that I didn't look. Like, I feel so bad. I need to. Because the fact that someone's making something and then takes the time to share with you, it's so special and nice and it just makes my day. Yeah. Okay. So, everyone, have a public account and make sure yes. it's lovely. You sleep over it. So, you need to make sure. But I love that. And it just shows like how much you care yes. that you are adding value to people's lives. And that gives us the fulfillment. Yes. That you are adding value to our lives and that you're blessing our families. So, because I mean, tips like branch basics, tips like butcher box. I mean, these simple things. I bought the pan that you told me to buy because you told me to buy it. It's not toxic. I know that you did the research. I don't want to do the research. I know it's overwhelming. <laughs> no, so, another app I thought of that really helps is I use this app. It's called, um, you can, it's actually not an app. It's like a program online. It's called later.com. It's later media. And that's how I'm able to schedule out my Instagram feed posts. So I can go on there and I can put in the picture, put in my caption, do all my hashtags, tag the picture, all of that. And then I can schedule the day and the time that it goes up, which is so nice because usually my posts go up at five, which is right like family time. So it's nice too, because I can also visually see like a calendar, how my grid's going to look. So that I can work in batches. So like one day a week, I'll spend one hour and I'll schedule out all of my Instagram things and do what I'm thinking about it, which is way more efficient than every day having to think of what you're going to put up. So do you, so it only takes an hour to do that one recipe or? One week. So I usually work one, sometimes two weeks ahead. Um, where I like to have everything all set up. So I'll spend an hour and I'll think about, okay, what are the, so I do seven recipes in one video a week. So it's eight posts, two of them are on Sunday. And I'll think about, okay, what ones do I want to share this week? What do I want to say? So like, let's say I know like for September back to school's coming up. So I knew that I wanted to share, like I did a lot of sheet pan dinners and I wanted to share other recipes that are older recipes of mine that I want to remind people of. I want to think of ones that were good for back to school time and be helpful. And it's nice also to see the grid so I can make sure that like different colors are coming up. So if you come to my profile, it looks like pretty and gives you a good representation of everything I do. Right. Right. And you, um, you know, you talk about how other things in your life, like how, why you're whole 30, why you're now doing keto, you bring people into that too. Like, Hey, I'm doing this. Like you're doing it hard right now. Right. Um, whole 30, the program, if you've never heard of whole 30, it's a way of eating where you whole 30 is teaching you to have a better relationship with food. So in, um, just to boil it down, you're pretty much, you just eat meat, fish, eggs, and you want to get the highest quality that you can. So I personally just eat like grass-fed, organic, hormone antibiotic-free. So you eat meat, vegetables, organic if you can, fruit, organic if you can, nuts, seeds, healthy oils. So the only oils are like coconut oil, olive oil, and avocado oil, which are non-refined. And then a few like um, natural, like you can use almond flour. There's a few flours that are okay. They just want to take out all sugar take out all dairy, take out any preservatives, anything that's not real, anything that doesn't grow. And it's a great way to teach you to eat 
because you really are what you eat. So it just teaches you to get back out of processed foods and eat whole foods. So the program, it was founded by a woman named Melissa Hartwig, Urban, she's married now. And every January and every September, like the whole community, like does it then so you always reset after the holidays and then you reset after summer and so you commit 30 days to only eating real foods no alcohol so now it's september so i like to do it with all of my followers to like give them encouragement i share everything that i eat help them along it's like i'm in it with them i know i love that and you show like you know results whether it was like your emotional health your just like loving yourself in the clothes that you're wearing and i just love that you brought people into that because it makes yes. them feel brave enough to like talk about what they're going through. Yes. It's funny how tied food is to your whole body. Like I personally, I can't even have coffee because the feeling of caffeine, I mean, so I make decaf coffee, which has the same amount of caffeine as like tea, but I love the taste. But when I have like real coffee, I'm like, I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> like it triggers, it reminds me, I'm like, this kind of feels like my heart's racing. I feel like I'm maybe having an anxiety attack, but I'm not. So I just cut out all caffeine. But it's funny how like eating sugar, things like that, when it, your blood sugar and everything is spiking and going up and down, it really affects your mood. I've also noticed since I've been eating cleaner meat that, okay, this is kind of hippie of me, but I feel like the way that your life is translates however the animal's life was translates into its quality of meat. So let's say that they were really stressed and let's say it was like a caged chicken that never got to leave its whole life. It's producing like unhappy stressed hormones and that's going to get into the meat. And when you eat that, I feel like it can't help. So I like to avoid that at all costs. I just eat everything that animals that got to live as they're supposed to. And I've noticed a really big difference when doing that, like my mind thoughts, of like not worrying about the kids dying and yeah. <laughs> getting a car accident or something. I just feel like I'm having less stress. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you just talk about that so openly because that that's a real thing and yeah. you do have happy chickens and you do yes. your meat from butcher box. I don't need butcher box. You're doing it. You're even better. Your method is like the number one way to be because yeah. your animal like hunting and getting animals that way. That's, Plus when the animal eats real food versus feedlot like soy and corn and the stuff they give the animals is horrendous. Yep. And then you're eating it too from the animals, especially if you have like a really big gluten allergy, mm-hmm. you have to be careful that the animal that you're eating didn't have a gluten or grain diet as well. So yours is the best way to go. We're the best. Yes. Um, I do not recommend eating like the wild pigs though. They're gross. They, okay. I, I just don't, I personally don't like it. <laughs> My husband loves it. So I wanted to ask you, so you did, oh, really quickly, later, is it called later gram? Does that, do you have to pay for that? It's monthly. I think it's maybe 10, maybe $15 a month. But the other nice thing about it is, you know, when you can, it's like the LinkedIn profile or LinkedIn bio that not only can you schedule out your posts, but it also is a double of, it adds a URL to every picture. So I can make the link, link to that. And then people can click through straight to the recipe. Since Instagram doesn't allow you to click from photo. So it's like two for one. Yeah. That's that's really obnoxious about that, by the way, but I know I can't handle it. So I was going to ask you, so you went from, I want to know like not the exact amount. You might not know the exact amount, but when you went to 10 K, that was such a fun time to watch on Instagram. So where did you start before you hit that? I should know that. I feel like, I mean, I want to say when I really started trying on Instagram was in September. So it's been less than a year. 
And that's when I started doing stories and stuff. And that was maybe like three or 5K. But yeah, it was much less than 10K. And so then I was like, I'm really going to try because once you hit 10K, when you have do Instagram stories, you can do the swipe up link, which is so nice because it was hard being helpful on Instagram and then being like, here's this toxic free cast iron skill that I love. Google it. Like you can't swipe up to get to it. And it just feels, and it, or like, here's this recipe. Here's my recipe for homemade mayo that I love. Like go to my site and search for it. So it's so much nice to have a swipe up. So that's why the 10 K feels like such a big, like validation when you hit it. Yeah. So I started off like trying a little bit, just doing helpful info and stories just for free. Like just always trying to help people. I respond to everyone who would message me when, and then this other whole 30 blogger friend of mine was on maternity leave and she has a huge account. Hers is like over 50,000. And I don't even remember how it came. I, she tagged you in a, in a pancake thing and yes. then she shared your name and then you yes. emailed her to say thank you. Right. I did. That's right. Yes. So I had, okay, this is a great story. This is really helpful for people. I am always just doing things for free for no reason other than to help people. And I shared this hack where when you make waffles, rather than just putting a hot waffle on a plate, when you put a hot waffle on a plate, the underneath is going to steam. It traps all the heat. So the bottom of your waffles are soggy (laughs) and it's kind of gross. So instead, if you put waffles on a wire rack while they cool a little bit, you got super crispy, crunchy waffles. It's so great. So I shared that hack just for free on my Instagram to my like three or 4,000 followers. And this girl, her name's at, she's at just Jessie B. And she was huge. I didn't really know a lot of other Whole30 bloggers. I didn't even know she was following me. And she saw it. And then she shared it like a week later. She's like, oh, I saw this great hack um, from Taste Lovely. She shared this and I love it so much. And I remember I went on my phone one day around Thanksgiving and I had gotten like 500 followers in a day. I was like, what is going on? And then I looked at my DMs and I saw that she mentioned me and I'm like, that is so nice. She could have easily just said, here's my hack. But she instead was like, taste lovely. Showed me this. It's so helpful. This is a great tip. And that was so nice. So I like DM'd her. I said, thank you so much. That is so nice. You're a really nice person. That means a lot. Then I thought about it later that night. I'm like, that is so insanely nice. Like I'm emailing her. So I got on my computer. I sent her an email and I said, Jesse, thank you so much. That was really nice of you. And it means a lot. And I see that you just had a baby. Like she just had a baby a month before or something. I was like, congrats. I'm so happy for you. And I just told her a couple nice things just to be like a nice, genuine person. And then like we chatted a little bit back and forth and she said, Hey, I'm on maternity leave for my baby. Would you want to do like a week takeover? Cause my followers need stuff and I'm just too stressed. I didn't plan out my maternity leave far enough in advance. I was like, absolutely. Do you want me to do the first week of January? Cause that's a huge week for whole 30. That's when everybody is like starting fresh. She's like, yeah, that would be amazing. Cause it was like a win-win. It was a win-win for her because she needed content. She wanted people to come. That's a huge time to get more followers. So she let me take over for one week. I got to do posts on her feed to her. She had like over 50,000 followers. And then I got to do stories every day. And when I did that, I gained, and it was such a like, you know, like an American Idol, when you go for your audition, you're like, like, this is going to be big. Like, I hope I do good. And it's so intimidating to be talking to a bigger audience. Cause I was used to just talking to like two, 3000. I didn't even like, I went, you know how your stories show you how many people would look. I can go back to my old stories. Like 200 people would watch it. And then it's like, I do Jesse's and it's like 30,000 people are watching this. Oh my God. So I just really worked it for as hard as I could. And I was just myself. The best thing is I was just myself and casual and just giving a bunch of free tips and 
about their whole 30 and shopping guides and everything. And so many people liked it and they came over and that's how they found me. And then it just kind of like snowballs. It really did feel like overnight, but it was just all a little bit of effort that I put into it. All of a sudden, like the tipping point of when it was helpful. So I owe a lot to Jessie. She's so nice. But I think that's so important. That's so awesome that you, you were like so taken aback. Like, thank you so much. And here's something that like, just a thing that I like to think is that there's so much abundance out there. It's okay to mention someone in a quote or mention yeah. that someone gave you this idea because it wasn't yours to start with. You can mention these people and not take it as your own and say, because there's so much out there for you, so much abundance that it's all going to come back to you. And it did. And have you, did you have someone do a takeover for you when you had Brian or no? No, I was able to schedule out again. That's why I love the later media is I scheduled out three entire months of blog posts, Instagram, everything before I had Ryan. So I could kind of coast and like, cause you know how fast those newborn days go. And it's like the most special time. So I was able to have that all set. I love that. And then tell me, cause people <laughs> kind of look at you and they're like, she's got it all together and life's amazing and beautiful and da, da, da. <laughs> And you, your life is awesome. I mean, come on. Like you've got so much to be grateful for, but where yeah. does like Sean, how does Sean, he's so supportive. How does he help you out in other ways besides editing and maybe coming in to do more video? What else is he helping you do? Okay. Sean is the best. Everyone needs a Sean. Yep. He has. So First of all, he's incredibly supportive, like little things where I have an email subscriber list. So when I have a new post, I send out an email, he like subscribes, reads every post. And then he'll like text me like, this is such a nice recipe or that picture is amazing. Or, oh, I love, I love this one. I can't wait for everyone to see it. So nice. Like he actually cares about everything that I'm doing. And then like actual tangible stuff. Like when I'm done with a recipe shoot day, the house is, um, it looks like there was an earthquake. There's stuff everywhere. Sean does the dishes so I can sit. And he's been at work all day. He still has a full-time job. He'll come home. He'll do the dishes. Oh my gosh. He's just so nice. Like sometimes I'm lucky that there's a lot of light right now in the day. It's still kind of summer. So I can cook whatever my recipe, they're usually dinner recipes. I can cook them at dinner time. Like I'll do it kind of early. We'll eat at like five or six and I can photograph it then. So I'm not having to, I can just be really efficient with my time. Like I'm cooking it anyways. I'll just take a photograph and make the video of it. So he'll take the kids to like the park across the street so that, I mean, our house is so small. <laughs> they're always at my feet and I can work a lot more efficiently that way. You know what the best thing is? He always says, how can I help? What can I do to help you out? And I'm like, oh my God, you're so nice. Every morning he unloads the dishwasher before going to work. Do you know how nice that is? To wake up to like fresh, he's so nice. But I'm also, you know, I give back. I mean, he has a good life too. <laughs> I always say, if you clean the kitchen, I'll be feeling very generous. <laughs> yes, make it worth it for him too. Yes. So we're a really good team. Oh, I just love that. And I just think it's that so that, nice. I mean, I don't know if any men are listening to this, but I just yeah. want to say, you know, like it is so important to believe in your woman, especially yes. like, the whole podcast is called lead her ship and you leading your vessel, your family, because truly the house relies unfortunately on the woman's like thermostat and like um, we yes. can make the house a terrible place to live in <laughs> yes. or we can keep it and we, we can lead in a very great way with our temperament. If our husbands believe in us and cheer for us and Sean is constantly telling you how much he loves you. I mean, you're vice versa for him, of course, but yeah, 
but I think it's so important that, you know, our husbands do believe in us. I mean, a little bit about my husband. Um, he, he may or may not believe in me. <laughs> he, he's more of my, like, he'll say things and I'm like, oh, you just watch me. Like that's, that's oh, how. Yeah, yeah. That's how he sparks it. Yeah. He's like, like, I'll show you how big it's going to get. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, you yeah. watch me. I'll show you. So, yeah. <laughs> but then once I do do what I say I'm going to do, he's like, okay, like I can get behind that. So yeah. I know that there's other husbands who may take a minute, but at the same time, ladies, like I, we just hope that you're, you have a Sean in your life. He's so um, nice. Really quickly. What are some other um, apps that you can think if there aren't any fine, but are there any other apps and things that you can help with scheduling or um, time management for any moms who are like, how does she have two boys at home? Yes. Your mom watches them Mondays for eight hours. Great. Yes. You yes. cook that day. You schedule out things on that. You have a Pinterest lady. Yes. What else? Well, Monday's my full like computer day. When I do a lot of that, I try to have all my cooking be during the week when we're already eating dinner. So usually one day a week, I'll check in with Sean and be like, hey, I was going to do a blog shoot tonight for dinner and he'll take the kids in the backyard or outside so I can have a little bit of space. And then on Monday, I try and do all my editing and scheduling it out. So other good apps for Pinterest, there's one called Tailwind, which is a great way to schedule out your pins because Pinterest, the algorithm likes it when you're constantly putting out new stuff. They don't want you to just go on for one hour and binge like 30 pins. They'd rather you put out like one every hour or two. So you can go on Tailwind and schedule all that out. I like live with my Google calendar where I have all of our, even like my, um, my work, like the kids schedules, like with preschool, we don't really have that much of a schedule. My kids are little, like three and one, but like, oh, Josh has like a doctor's appointment this day or little things like that. And that's also where I'll plot out all of my recipes and when I'm going to post them. So I can like look ahead and know like, okay, yeah, in three weeks I'm planning on doing this recipe. So I should probably photograph it now. And I love the calendar, Google calendar. You can use colors. So like each person in my family has their own color. My blog has its own color. Our videography business has its own color all those things. So it's nice to like see it all. In, and then I can get it on my desktop and my phone. I love that app. I love that. Yeah. that all of that is super helpful. And now Sean, you, you were telling me a little bit ago, but Sean's like, Hey, you know, I'll be the house cleaner. Like, no, I'm not like putting that. I don't know how to make that sound not weird, but he's like, Hey, you leave, go grocery shopping with the boys and I'll clean the house. Yes. Tackle the things that you hate, like laundry. So we can just yes. run a tight shit, like a really yes. well. Yeah. Yes. He's such a fast cleaner. Like when I'm cleaning, it kind of, He'll like laugh because I do it really inefficiently where I'll go to one corner and be like, oh, here's Josh's shoe. And then I'll walk into his room and then I'll go to him and I'm like, oh, I better put this cup away. And he's like, no, you do one sweep of everything at once. You do all at once. I'm like, no, just kind of like dawdle around. And so now we'll do, because you know how you have to keep the house clean, especially with kids where there's stuff all the time. So I like to do like one deep clean a week. And so I wanted to get a maid, <laughs> but he's like, well, why don't I just do it? And then we don't have to worry about someone else being in our house, like scheduling a time when we're all out, when they're cleaning. So now it works great where one day a week I take the kids to the park for an hour and he can like spot clean the entire house in an hour. And then, you know, when you come home and your house is clean, it's the best like feeling where you're like, I can be so creative. I feel there's endless possibilities when the house is clean like this. Yeah. It's it literally gives me life. Yeah. And I think it is so important. Like my husband works till super late. Um, yeah. so I don't have that like luxury. I mean, and he does do the dishes very, very well. And he makes fun <laughs> of the whole time I'm doing them, which I think that you and I are very similar. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I, you probably are too, like a seven and a two because I'm like, Oh, I'll clean up this. And I'll clean up that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. But when the house cleaner comes in, I'm like, okay, she's doing it all for me. There's a pro. 
then Is hiring like, her out. Do you yeah. load the dishwasher like in a bizarre way? I was like, no, that I'm doesn't like, go on the bottom. That goes on the top rack. I'm like, so safe. Yeah, it's gonna get washed. And also, I don't really want to scrub it before I put it in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I'm doing the least amount of work. And so, if someone else wants to do it, fine. But, okay, so what is one way? Because you guys, oh my goodness, you guys love this past weekend. You guys had so much fun with your boys. You love yeah. and camping and you just love to go do things. So, how. This kind of ties in, but how do you deal with mom guilt? And is, is it with those trips or how do you kind of deal with that? Or do you not have any because of balance? I mean, I don't believe in balance, but I have, I feel like I have mom guilt every day. I'm really good. So like a couple big rules that I've made to make less mom guilt is like, if my kids are awake, my phone is like gone. Like I don't do any Instagram or any like scrolling or any work when the kids are up because it's like lose, lose. Cause I'm going to feel frustrated because I can't dedicate the attention that my work needs when the kids are awake because I have to like have one eye on my work, one eye on them. And then they feel like ignored and they act out. It just doesn't work. So now I only do work when they're napping, which luckily I have very good nappers. They're napping right now. <laughs> so I only do work when they're napping or asleep. So then I have way less mom guilt about that. So when kids are awake, it's all kid time, focus only on them. It works much better. Well, and you plan things. So like you did that family day, you know, to Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Yeah. Like you really, you both, you and Sean are very, like you said, like so focused on them. And when you can't be, you have your mom or Nikki or someone there. Yes. yes. Yeah. To help. Yeah. It's only been watched by like my mom and my sister. <laughs> it's usually just for work days, which is so nice. They only know like full love <laughs> from everyone, but it's nice. It's really, um, Sean and I don't do any work. Once, like, Sean's home Friday, it's like, Sean's home at 3.15 every day. It's so nice. When Sean's home on Friday, we do not work until, like, I might not even work the whole weekend. We're totally just on the kids. And it's also nice for me to, like, reset and refresh. Like, maybe I'll put a few, like, pictures of something, like, on Instagram stories, like, a little something. But mostly we're totally disconnected and resetting and just focusing on the kids. And we love our little, I wouldn't call them, like, vacations. Because kids, it's never like, but our little tiny trips a way to do fun stuff. We have so many, we're spoiled here in the Bay Area where there's stuff everywhere. And we just love taking the kids places and seeing them love and experience life. I love it. And it's interesting. I know you grew up with your mom at home, right? Wasn't your yes. mom? And yeah. your dad okay. worked a lot. Super long hours. Yeah. And he's just, he's just like Ken and Sean, just hard yeah. work. Yeah. And I grew up with both parents working. And so I didn't know any other life except for daycare. So I just think it's so great that we're able to be home and that you found oh, yeah. a, another way. Yes, you built this while you were working, which is so great. But during those like bits of time, you built this while you, and then you were able to leave it. And now you make full time income yes. through blogging and your photography. It's just so, and you got to marry it all together. Yes. And that is, that's truly like such a gift. So my question now is, what is your next goal slash dream? Like, do you have like, what's like next in the works for you? I love it. I want to keep doing recipe videos. I feel like that's extremely helpful to people. My next big goal, which is actually coming true is I've always want to do a, so the Instagram account is called whole 30 recipes and they have like 1.3 million followers. And once a week, a different blogger or Whole30 coach gets to come on and take over. So I was on the waiting list for like a year. And then I just heard from her that like now I'm on the short list of like seven people. 
that, so I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to be doing it early next year. So 2020, so like January, February, March, that is going to be so much fun because you get such a, you get to expose yourself to so many people. So that's my next big one. That's like in the work. Oh my gosh. I am obsessed with that. I'm so excited. You guys look out for that, but can I give you two that I want? Yes. This is what yes. you should do because, oh, and you guys, when you see Natalie in real life, you know, tastes lovely in real life, please go up to her and talk to her and give her hugs and say you love oh, her. That's like the funnest thing when people see me or the funniest is when people see Sean, because Sean works for our school district, so he's always going into classrooms and like checking um, like batteries in the, or the fire extinguishers. They'll go in and my follower will be like, your husband came into my classroom today. He seems so nice. I'm like, I know he is, but always say hi. I love it so much. And if you're at the park, like come hang out with me and my kids. We'll talk for an hour. Yes. Yes. Always. always. Yes. And okay. So th this goes along with that. So you went to a book signing for your favorite lady. Oh, so yeah. You need to have a book come out. <laughs> a recipe book. So sweet. And you need you and Sean together. I know this is in the work. Sean, listen to this. You're going to have a, a, like a husband, pod, husband, wife podcast. And it's going to be so fun. And that's what I think you should do. I, that is so nice. So for the book, people are always asking if I'm going to come out with a book. And it always just seems like so much work because you have to turn in like 200 recipes at once and then you have to wait such a long time. So at the moment that seems like I'd rather just give it to everyone for free and like that instant feeling of like, I'm done next and here's this and make it this week. You're going to love it. And so we'll see, but I've always thought it might be fun to do like a meetup or something with like local people around here. Like, Hey, who wants to come for like, I don't know, like a cooking class or something like that would be so fun. And then Okay, that's funny you say that because people are always asking because I give tiny glimpses of my life. My Instagram is like, I hope it comes across as like 90% food. And like I give like a little sprinkle of like, oh, look at this funny thing my kid did or oh, here's something me and Sean are laughing about. But whatever, it's me and Sean. They're always like, more you and Sean. Like they want us to do like a YouTube channel or something. And so we've like thought about maybe doing a, because we're talkers. So a podcast would be the most natural thing for us. So we'll see. That would be fun. Okay, well, you have to do that. And I will at some point have you, your mom, and Nikki on. And yes. so fun. Do a girl's trip, too. Yes. Out. Be like the third sister to us. Yes, I'm going on a, a parks trip. Yes. That's her former last name, guys. <laughs> yes, it is. It feels like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so before we get going, I want you, what are three tips that you could give someone who's wanting to start a blog or a business what do you, like, they want to start tomorrow, but they've got something like here or something in the way. What are three tips that you'd give them? Yeah, you, I would definitely say start as soon as you can, because you're always going to think of excuses of why you can't do it. Like when I started mine, I was like, oh, but I have a full-time job. Like, when am I going to fit it in? But now I laugh thinking back where I'm like, uh, yeah, that was eight hours of the rest of the day I had free, where now I have kids and like the whole day is you can always find a way to squeeze it. So start right away. The second is don't di get discouraged that you're not that good right when you start. Because it's a hard thing when you have a creative idea and you know where you're going to be and how you want to be there, but you don't have the skills yet to be that at that level. You're just going to keep trying every day and improving like 1%. You're not going to improve 100% in a day but every day you'll get a little bit better and better. And then soon you'll be right where you are. And you're gonna be like, Oh wow, I did it. Like six years later, 
this is so cool. I'm right where I am. And the last one would be like, keep, um, always be like trying to learn. It's nice with my food blogging. There's um, podcasts that I listen to where they share tips or I can reach out to my food blogging friends. Like we're in a private Facebook group and we can share like, what are you charging for sponsored posts? Or what do you guys think of this contract? Or what are you using for your social media shares? Things like that where we, we can learn from each other. So try to find people in your niche and learn from them and also give them help along the way too. Yes, I love it. Oh my gosh. And my favorite thing is just... Yeah. What you said, adding value to people. John yeah. Maxwell says like, add value to people, find ways to add value to people, teach people to add value to people. It's so important just to serve, serve, serve. And you've done that today. Thank you so much, Nat. You guys go follow Taste Lovely on Instagram. Go onto Google, Taste Lovely. She will soon have a book or an ebook. <laughs> and a podcast. She's on YouTube. She gives a lot of great yeah. hacks. If you need toxic free hacks, if you need um, makeup hacks and non-toxic makeup or any type of uh, picky eater children yeah. hacks. Um, meals for like kids. and Yeah, kids, meals for kids and uh, paleo, dairy free. You guys, she's got it all. So I highly recommend going to follow her and please let her know how much you loved this and that you yeah. want to hear more. <laughs> so that she will do more. You must. Yeah. You must. Thank me you. on. <laughs> yes, we're going to be on every single time. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Nat, thanks for everything that you gave us. We are so thankful for you. And I hope that you have a great day. If you enjoyed this podcast, let us know. I love hearing from you guys. Tag me on Instagram and make sure you subscribe and leave me a review and tell us what you loved most about this podcast. Don't forget to send this episode to someone in your life who you know needs to hear this message. I love adding value to all of you. So thank you so much for listening and sharing. It means the world to me.